Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars look to bounce back from a tough loss as they face the San Diego Toreros at Jenny Craig Pavilion. BYU had its seven-game winning streak snapped on Thursday night in Los Angeles, falling to LMU 64 to 59. The Cougars and Lions were tied at 33 at halftime. The second half was filled with poor shooting for BYU. The Cougars shot 41% from the field, but just 15% from three. The Cougars made just two threes, which is a season low. And speaking of season low, BYU's 59 points was a season low, as was its five free throw makes. Gideon George, Fusine Traore would each score 13 to lead the Cougars. BYU now 12 and 6 overall heading into tonight's battle in San Diego. And speaking of San Diego, the Toreros enter tonight's play with a record of 1 and 2 in the WCC after dropping an 84 82 decision to Pacific on Thursday. USD overall is a game under 500. At 8 and 9, the Terreros are coached by former UCLA and St. John's head coach Steve Lavin. Lavin is in his first season at San Diego. Jace Townsend is the leading scorer for the Terreros. Senior is averaging 16 points per game. He's shooting 49% from the field and 41% from three. Another player to watch tonight is 6'7 guard Eric Williams Jr. He ranks 7th in the nation in double-doubles with 7. He's 12th in the nation in rebounds per game, averaging 10. And he's 15th in total rebounds and 18th in offensive rebounds per game. He's getting almost four offensive boards every game. BYU has to keep a body on him and not allow him to control the glass and certainly not allow him to give the Toros multiple shots on the offensive end. After the LMU loss, one area where the Cougars hope to turn things around is scoring and shooting. And San Diego might be the perfect team to face just to do that. USD is one of the worst teams in the country in terms of defensive rankings. Teams have been able to score on them and have been able to shoot the ball efficiently. If the Toreros are going to let uh, you uh, get going offensively, BYU certainly needs to make them pay for it. Uh, Cougars leading this overall series 19-6. They are 6-4 and four in San Diego, while at BYU, Coach Pope a perfect 3-0 and o against USD. And this is some uh, breaking news coming in. Uh, the voice of the Cougars, Greg Grubel, who talked with Coach Pope uh, a few minutes ago. You'll hear that interview coming up in about a half an hour. Uh, Coach Pope telling Greg that uh, BYU will have a new starting lineup, and coming back into the lineup is Spencer Johnson. Spencer Johnson started the season as a starter after the injury. The last couple of games has come back off the bench, but BYU starting five will be Dallin Hall, Spencer Johnson, Gideon George, Jackson Robinson, and Fusini Traore. So Spencer Johnson back into the lineup. Uh, that will not be part of the conversation with assistant coach Cody Feger. Greg Rubel was uh, kind enough to be able to grab this while he is on the road. And in talking with Coach Feger, Greg asked him what BYU was doing during its seven-game win streak that we didn't see or maybe didn't see enough of against LMU. Three things really really stood out over the last seven-game winning streak. We really focused on guarding defensively. Um, and we did that for the most part tonight other than some transition baskets. 
Uh, I think they got 13 points in transition on the first half. Um, and if you, you know, take half that away, six, you know, six, seven points, completely change the game and we're up, you know, 33 to 27 or 33 to 20, uh, 26 at halftime. So, I mean, that's just a huge thing is transition D um, and just, and, and, you know, guarding this basketball. The other two things have been um, offensively. Offensive rebounds, right? We only had eight, and we've been a double-digit at least uh, team every single game. Um, so that kind of hurt us. Uh, and another thing was just kind of sharing the ball and making plays for each other. Yeah, you know, we we had nine assists or ten assists, whatever it was, but we weren't we weren't really moving the ball like we usually do. We weren't getting into the paint. We weren't getting to the second and third side. Things that we've kind of done. Um, in the in the last six seven games, just to try to move the other team a little bit, so um, we just made it really easy for LMU to just sit there and guard us, right? Um, so th- those are things we're, we've been working about, working on and talking about it. As for the San Diego challenge, well, first of all, right there, guarding them is a challenge. <laughs> They're a really good offensive team at a lot of different spots on the floor. Yeah, this this San Diego team is, I mean. All these guys, Juara, second leading scorer at Weber State before he transferred. Um, you know, Jace Townsend was the leading scorer at Denver, almost a 20 point game guy, right? Like, uh, he's, he's ridiculous. Eric Williams was the leading scorer at Duquesne, then he transferred to Oregon, and now he put up a 43 point game against Utah State. All right, and then Marcellus Erlington was their leading scorer last year. Like, all these guys can go for 20, 25-plus in any single game. So there are four dangerous players on the floor at all times, um, and they're, they're still figuring out how to play with each other, this and that, but they are a very talented team that can really score the ball. And you're going to want to be scoring more than maybe you have recently against against this kind of team. No question. Uh, this is not a team that really tries to take away the three-point line. They haven't in the past, not like LMU does and St. Mary's, those types of teams that try to take away the three. So we should be able to move the ball a little bit better, get the ball from side to side, and hopefully hit some threes. It's unusual in that Trevin Nell, who's not playing, is the only guy on your team that's played a game on this floor because you haven't played here in three years. I did not even think about that because I was thinking Spencer Johnson and Gideon, but you're right. Yeah, the last the last couple of years we have not been here, and we've practiced here. We've yeah, practiced we know here that. For, we know that. <laughs> we practiced here during the COVID. for games that were not played. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a couple times. Um, so yeah, that that is that is interesting to think about, and we'd like to get Trevin back soon. What's a Steve Lavin coach team doing maybe for San Diego that maybe you haven't seen from them in the past? I mean, they are transition, transition, transition. So it's going to be really similar to the LMU team uh, with their transition offense. They push the ball. Like, they beat the camera down the floor. Like, there's a lot of clips I want to show our team, but the only time is just when the other team starts taking the ball out because they've already scored it. They go so fast. They just fly up and down the court. Um, he lets his guys play really free offensively. It's a lot of high ball screens and transition offense. We'll do some post. Um They've been uh, shooting the three ball really well, and they get to the free throw line. Um, so that's what this team does. Defensively, um, they've got some zone that they'll play here and there. They've just been changing it up, right? They, they, they've got two different ball screen packages that they've been 
switching back on and off the last couple games, and then they got a 2-3 zone and a 1-3-1 zone. Uh, they'll pick up a little bit full court, uh, kind of pressure a little bit. Um, it's a it's a good team. Um, man, they just got some individual players that can really go. How would you characterize your team's vibe? Uh, I think we got some guys that are ready to play again, you know. We had practiced already. I mean, the guys are hungry. The guys are just like, look at it and just see what we did wrong and what we can do better, and they want to fix it. And they're really good kids, and they really want to they want to beat San Diego. WCC, you've got Gonzaga, St. Mary's 2-0, and then a log jam. Yeah, it's, it, this league is just, it's way, it's just all the teams that were in the bottom, right, the last three, four years, they're getting better, yeah. right? Like this LMU team, that, that's a good team. Uh, Portland, they had their two injured guys, but that's a really good team. Pacific, they just beat two really good teams. They beat LMU, and then they just won at San Diego. I mean, this league, Santa Clara, you look at them, and they're they're really hard, right? They just beat Pepperdine by nine. Um, like you said, this this teams that haven't been very good in the past, they're just getting better, and and um, it's really good. Uh, coaching league like there's really good coaches in here and develop their players and it, it's a heck of a league cody it's always great chatting with you thank you for the san diego preview i hope you get two wins this weekend of course the usd game and for those who listen to us long enough know that uh the other game is the packers game on sunday yeah i don't know much about it other than it starts at six twenty <laughs> mountain time on sunday so yes we we first got to start with us beat the cougs uh we need a big win yeah, Sunday. Sunday's going to be big, too. All right, here's to a 2-0 weekend. Cody, thank you. Thanks, Roops. Always good to hear Cody talking about his Green Bay Packers. And I'm sure if, if you've been listening long enough and you know that Cody is a Green Bay Packers fan, you obviously know that our own Mark Durant is also a Green Bay Packers fan. And guess what? We're going to talk with said Green Bay Packer fan on the other side. Mark Durant's going to join us from Jenny Craig Pavilion as we get you ready for the Cougars and the Toreros. It's next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Game Live. Jason Shepard in our beautiful BYU Radio Studios in Provo, Utah. Joining us now from beautiful San Diego, California, and Jenny Craig Pavilion is the beautiful Mark Durant. Hello, Mark. How are you tonight? Oh, thank you. That, that's kind of you to say that about me. I'm, I'm doing great. It's always wonderful to be in San Diego. Beautiful day. I've spent the last two days with my family at Disneyland. I've seen the pictures. And... Uh, uh, I got a joke for you, Jason, okay. that I made okay. up. You ready? I'm ready. Uh, after, uh, uh, you know, hey, Jason, do you, <laughs> no. do you know why they call Disneyland Disneyland? Why? Because after walking around Disneyland for two days, you point to your left leg and you say, Disney hurts. And you point to your right leg and you say, Disney hurts. I mean, it's, okay. <laughs> it's a lot of walking, man. Yeah. But we had a, we had a great time. <laughs> Listen, Disneyland's great, Jason, but... Uh, problem with going to a great place is everybody else wants to go to a great place yes there's so many people there but it was fun that's that's true disneyland is great the joke i not so much but i do appreciate oh, I, I appreciate the effort that hurts that good, hurts good job good good effort like i'm just <laughs> jealous because uh we're we're a disneyland family like our family loves it we're going in june uh nice. but i it was it was it was very difficult to see other people enjoying disneyland when when i can't be there <laughs> I'm sure the weather's great back at home and you're enjoying that, though. <laughs> true. That is true. 
what was not so great was uh, the game Thursday night, BYU had its seven-game losing streak snapped. Let's start here. Biggest concern from the LMU loss is what? Well, I, I, you know, I was a little disappointed with the, the, the rebounding effort. That was kind of my big thing. You know, Jason, BYU has their struggles offensively. They're not a particularly consistent or efficient offensive team. So they're going to have to win games with the defense and with rebounding. And that's how they've kind of done it in that seven-game streak. And if, if you're even with a team like LMU on the board, so if, you're no, if you don't have an advantage there and, and you're just kind of hoping to beat them offensively, it, it's probably not going to happen for you, especially on the road. So I, I think BYU, you know, they're, they're not good enough offensively uh, just, to win, to, just to outscore you. Uh, they need to do – they play decent defense, but they didn't rebound very well. And, and those, those are the things that – will help BYU get a victory. And they're not going to get have many blowout wins by 20 because their offense is just not that good. And they're not going to get blown out in many games because their defense is pretty good. But if you want to win the games, especially on the road, you better give yourself multiple opportunities, dominate the boards. And LMU was just, to me, they were tougher than BYU that night. I don't, I don't say, I'm not saying they got tougher guys or is a tougher team. But at home, they really wanted that. They're, they're playing good basketball. They wanted that win. Leo Pepe is a big, strong guy. Merkvilic, uh, Greg? We're going to go with uh, Merk Veladze. Merk yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, he, he, he's a big, strong guy. And then Isanza was the guy that got me, you know, seven foot one. I didn't know much about him, but he, to me, was the big factor in that game, uh, you know, changing shots in the paint and and so that allowed LMU to extend their defense on the three not give many three-point opportunities Bill you didn't make any that they shot but they didn't have a lot of opportunities then you go in the paint you got a rim protector so that was a that was a tough team for BYU offensively because of their strength and physicality and length Uh, I I don't see you know San Diego being able to to give that kind of physical game and, and they don't have the size of an Isanza so this may be better suited, but this San Diego team is really, really good. I mean, they, they took Utah State to the wire. They've had some really nice games. They've got guys that have the potential to have big, big games. Uh, and, and so, They're not I mean, a great it's, defensive team, though, yeah. which, I, which BYU is going to have chances tonight. Well, that's what I, yeah, exactly what I'm saying is that, you know, they don't have those big, strong enforcers like uh, Leo Pepe and Isanza. And so BYU is going to get the three-point opportunities now. When you get them, can you hit them? I mean, yeah. it's easy sometimes to get them, but can you hit them? I think if BYU can do that, and, and this is a team they should be able to dominate on the boards. I mean, they should be. And you're going to get multiple opportunities. This game set seems to set up better for BYU, but, man, when you're on the road in conference play, you better come to play. You better be ready because teams want a piece of you, especially teams that are going to see you for the last time. They want to send you off yep. with the big L. Yep, there's no question about that. Let's talk about the change to the starting lineup. We found out about 10 minutes ago. Spencer Johnson back in the starting lineup. Noel Waterman will uh, take a seat on the bench. Uh, what do you make of the change, and, and what do you hope uh, that that produces out on the floor? Well, Noah has struggled getting uh, quick, cheap fouls. He and Gideon both. Gideon's been better lately. I think this will give chance for Noah to let the game settle down because this is what happens, Chase. you got the first two minutes. The players are excited. They have a lot of energy. And also the officials are really excited. I and mean, they, they want to kind of establish themselves early. So maybe they'll blow a whistle on you that they wouldn't a little bit later in the game. 
you have to be super careful in those first two minutes to, to not pick up some dumb fouls. And Noah just hasn't had a, had a, you know, hasn't been smart about that and, and maybe got picked on a little bit. I think for him to be able to see the game, see what's open, not pick up the fouls, just come in and then start hitting some threes. I think that's probably the right move. Also, Spencer deserves to be in the starting lineup. You know, he's a, a senior, and he's solid and consistent. And as good as Noah can be at times, he's a little bit inconsistent. So I just think you want to start out with kind of your best, most steady players to get a good start to a game. And then you can plug in the, the Noah Watermans and the Rudy Williams, Williams who can be really uh, can really ignite you offensively. And, and so I think that's a good approach. But, but bottom line is Spencer deserves to be in the starting lineup, and, and he's back and healthy now, so he should be in there. You know, I want to touch on something that you referenced, and we, we've sort of talked about it but not directly. We're focusing so much on BYU and what BYU is wanting to do in its last time around in the WCC, and we're talking about, oh, BYU's last game in Stockton, the last game in L.A. What you brought up where other teams, which they always get up to play BYU, it's always one of their biggest, if not their biggest game from a ticket standpoint and just sort of venom standpoint, it seems like. But you're right. Every one of these teams, it seems like it's going to be amped up even more when the Cougars go on the road to face these teams because they want to give BYU a loss on their way out of the conference. Yeah, I mean, that, that that's understandable. Uh, uh, you know, BYU kind of moving on. And there's a couple things as well. I think the teams are better in the conference, like in LMU. I think they're a better team. And, and they they're ha- they have one of their best records in a long time. And and the other part of that is they smell a little bit of blood in the water with this BYU team. This BYU team is very good. I mean, no, they had seven in a row. You don't do that by not being a good team. But it's not maybe the dominant BYU team that they've seen in the past and where you might expect BYU to just kind of go in and roll over people. Um, and, and so I think they sense that. I think they're not intimidated at all by BYU. They think this is a team that you know we're good and this is a team we know we can beat. So let's go out and beat them. Uh, and so that's you know that's difficult. That, that, that's a tough situation. Sometimes in the past, BYU maybe had a little bit of a mental edge, uh, just because they've been a be- the better team. And every once in a while, a team would sneak up and get them. But for the most part, you know, on the road in conference, you felt pr- pretty good about BYU's chances. It's just it's just an uphill battle a, a little bit for this team this year. A, a combination of BYU being down a little and the other teams being a little bit better. So it's more even field. With the loss to the Lions, tonight really is, Mark, a, it's a pretty crucial game. You know, you have Gonzaga coming into the Marriott Center next week. BYU doesn't want to be trying to snap a two-game losing streak, needing to beat the Zags in order to do it. This is a big, big game tonight. It is a big game. It's a game that they should win, and it's a game, if you want to even talk about competing in the conference, you can't drop two road games in a row on the road because I tell you what, St. Mary's is not going to do it. Uh, and Gonzaga is not going to do it. And, and so if you want to have any hope at all, then you better take care of business tonight. And then when you get a team like Gonzaga at home, who's obviously awesome, but maybe not as dominant as they've been in the past and maybe a little tiny bit vulnerable, you could get them at home. And then, man, you're sitting pretty, but you, you can't afford to lose tonight. Mark, thank you so much. Uh, by the way, um, what were the lines? You mentioned, I know you mentioned that every, you know, it's, like, it's going to be busy whenever you go. What was the longest line you had to stand in? Was it, was it uh, Rise of the Resistance? Yeah, yeah, Rise of the Resistance. Uh, but it, we kind of got it at a good time, so it was only like 50 minutes. But usually it's almost two hours. You have to kind of go right first thing in the yep. morning if, yep. if you want it. But, yeah, and they, they listen, I'm, I, I bear my testimony about fast past lightning lines. I mean, why even go if you, I mean if 
you got to get that stuff because if you're, you're waiting in all kinds of lines all day if you don't get that. But they don't have that for the rise of the resistance. Okay, so, so, you're, you just, so you're telling me because the Shepard family, we're debating whether or not to get the Genie Plus when we go. You're saying listen, get it. I, I don't care. I mean, if I have to buy it for you, I will because the Shepherds need to have that. Do Done. not go to Disneyland without it. Done. We just ha- we have it on record. Mark saying he will pay for us to do this. Done. We're getting I'll, it for both I'll days. Buy, well, I'll buy your kids passes. <laughs> okay. I'm not buying you a pass. All right. Mark, I love you, man. It's always great to talk to you. They have a good call with Greg tonight. All right. Thanks. See you. There we go. The great Mark. BYU wrapping up a quick two-game road trip in Southern California. They are in San Diego. We'll face the Toreros tonight. We'll have the tip-off for you from Jenny Craig Pavilion coming your way in about 35 minutes. We'll get you back down to San Diego momentarily. Let's update you on some other action earlier today. And speaking of BYU versus San Diego, the BYU men's basketball team hosting the Toreros earlier today at the Marriott Center. The Cougars have now won four in a row. They hand the Toreros a 63-49 loss. I mentioned four in a row overall. The last three wins have all been in the West Coast Conference, so BYU now 3-2 and two in the WCC. Another great game and a career game for Lauren Gustin. Yes, it's another double-double. That's just what she does. She had 21 points and 24 rebounds. 24 rebounds is a new career high. It also ties the career high for the most rebounds ever at the Marriott Center. She was one off from setting the Marriott Center record, but 21 points and 24 rebounds for Lauren Gustin today, and the Cougars get the win, 63-49. Coming up a little bit later on tonight, BYU men's volleyball hosting Lewis. It's a game that you can check out on BYU TV at 7 o'clock Mountain Time. Other local action games going on right now. Boise State hosting the Utah State Aggies. Uh, they are nearing halftime. In fact, 40 seconds remaining. The Broncos leading the Aggies 42 to 30. Also, it is Utah hosting Oregon. The Ducks with a lead over Utah on the hill, 22-11, with 9-12 remaining in the first half. All right, on the other side, we'll get you back to Jenny Craig Pavilion for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. There's nothing like fine craftsmanship. That's why I use my style checking from Mountain America Credit Union. It has all the time-tested benefits you'd expect from checking, as well as some cool modern features like easy-to-earn rewards, mobile alerts, and loan rate discounts. That's what I call a well-built account. Put the finishing touches on your finances. Open your MyStyle account today at any Mountain America branch or at macu.com. Insured by NCUA. On approved credit, membership required based on eligibility. I'm a professional mom, and I mean business. Between helping the kids with school, coaching the soccer team, and everything else, I don't have time to mess around. Pro tip, BYU food to go. They've got everything from Kahlua pork, classic side dishes, to elegant desserts. Whether it's a wedding reception, family reunion, tailgating party, or a hungry ward, they've got you covered. Simply order, pick up, and serve. BYU food to go will help you put together an amazing event that everyone will enjoy. Check out BYU food to go. Whether it's the smell of the Smith's Simple Truth Herb Roasted Turkey or creamy mac and cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or Grandma's Signature Apple Pie with Cosmic Crisp Apples or the Backup Private Selection Fruit Pies when Grandma's is all gone, there are many dishes we've loved for years and look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Smith's is here with all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Smith's, fresh for everyone. You are listening to BYU Basketball 
on BYU Radio. Listen to the In Good Faith podcast for first-person stories of faith and belief. Holy envy. It's a stolen phrase, a borrowed phrase from Krister Stendhal. But what I loved about it before I ever knew where it came from or who said it was the curiosity it engenders. The phrase itself puts a question mark in the air. And I always think that's a fabulous way to begin a conversation. A new episode every Sunday. Find In Good Faith wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. There's nothing like fine craftsmanship. That's why I use my style checking from Mountain America Credit Union. It has all the time-tested benefits you'd expect from checking, as well as some cool modern features like easy-to-earn rewards, mobile alerts, and loan rate discounts. That's what I call a well-built account. Put the finishing touches on your finances. Open your MyStyle account today at any Mountain America branch or at macu.com. Insured by NCUA. On approved credit, membership required based on eligibility. Whether it's the smell of the Smith's Simple Truth Herb Roasted Turkey or creamy mac and cheese with Murray's English cheddar, or grandma's signature apple pie with cosmic crisp apples, or the backup private selection fruit pies when grandma's is all gone. There are many dishes we've loved for years and look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Smith's is here with all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Smith's, fresh for everyone. You're unique, and so are your financial needs. That's why, at Zions Bank, we're dedicated to supporting you, serving you, equipping you, educating you, inspiring you, cheering you, and providing you with tools and services designed to meet you where you are, no matter where you find yourself. It's just one of the many ways Zions Bank is for you. A division of Zions Bank Corporation, NA member FDIC, equal housing lender, NMLS number 467014. You are listening to BYU Basketball on BYU Radio. Looking for a new way to spend your evening? Cooking a pot of spaghetti? Working on that DIY project? Just try not to cook the spaghetti on the DIY stove. Well, uh, no matter what you're fixing, why not let BYU Radio filter out the noise? With all your favorite shows on podcasts, it's never been easier to feel inspired or uplifted. Listen by downloading the BYU Radio app or wherever you get your podcasts. And serve up your evening with a warm side of wonder. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. BYU and USD tipping it off top of the hour here at Jenny Craig Pavilion in San Diego. Cougs have won the last two games played here at the Slim Gym, but it's been three years since BYU last played a game here. COVID wiped out the 2021 game scheduled here. Last season, USD was not on BYU's WCC away slate. 
and it's highly probable that this will be the last game BYU plays in this building. It's uh, not been a great venue for BYU historically. Uh, the Cougs have lost four of their ten games played here, but have lost, uh, have not lost a game ever uh, to USD in Provo. All right, time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank for the support you need to power forward. Zions Bank is for you. And tonight, Coach Pope talks about a slightly different kind of challenge than the one BYU faced two nights ago in L.A. It is in some ways, uh, but in some ways it's really similar. Both teams are predicated on transition. We didn't guard in transition very well at LMU. We gave 13 points in the first half, which was huge for them to kind of make them feel like like they were in, a, in this San Diego team. Um, you know, their beginning and end is, is what they can do in transition. And so that's very, very similar in terms of the size and physicality and the defensive scheme. It's much different for them you should be able to get more of what you want. Is that a fair thing to say? Or you still have to work as hard for what you hope to get tonight? Um, it's, just a, it's just a different challenge. It's always just a different challenge. So, you know, starting on the defensive end for us as a team where one through five are elite level scores, they've all been leading scores in their respective programs and high level programs. Um, and so you go through this list and, um, you know, they have shot the ball very poorly their first three games. But over the course of the season, one through five is shooting the ball at an extraordinary clip, especially if you cancel out the first three games of the conference. And so we expect them to continue to, you know, they're a threat from the three-point line. Uh, they really, really have the floor space because there's five guys that are that are super capable shooters. Uh, there are five guys that are all capable isolation guys there's nobody that's a that's a you know a, 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 a you know a, a gap defensive assignment and so um, and they play really fast and and they'll really move the ball so their space and pace is really good so on the defensive side we have a huge challenge starting with transition and finishing with the rebound like every possession does and then offensively the difference with this team is they'll try and stop you from getting down hill by switching one through five and they're really comfortable switching one through five they'll really work hard to white the post a little bit like pacific they're more a little more of a pacific field defensively um and so you know they'll pose some challenges we'll have to attack them a little bit different on the offensive end You've been playing lower-scoring games. San Diego's been in higher-scoring games. Yeah, um, and a lot of that's predicated on, 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 on the way they're playing in transition and their ability to score. They can really, really score the ball from all five spots. You tonight are making a lineup change for the first time in a number of games. Tell us what you're going to do for a starting five. Yeah, so uh, we're moving Spence back into the starting lineup. Uh, and Noah's going to come off the bench if he can go tonight. He's got a little shoulder issue that he's, he's nursing right now, so we'll see how that goes. So everything else stays the same except for Spencer coming in and Noah going out? Yeah, we'll bump Jax to the four. Uh, he played some four early for us, and so we'll bump back there. And, and uh, you know, it, this is a team that hopefully we can match up with that way. Jack's got a huge, huge, you know, Jax and Gideon have a huge assignment in trying to keep Williams off the glass. He's averaging over 10 rebounds a game. He's been really, really explosive. And so, um, you know, we'll, we'll have to manage that side of the ball. But, uh, gives the opportunity to also attack the game in some different ways. Could Noah still be available to you tonight? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. It'll be a game time call in terms of, of if and how many minutes he's he's capable of playing. All right, trying to get a road split. We just got to win. Let's let's win a game. So um, it's a really important game for us. It's a game. It's it's really important for us. Like it's important for our hearts and and our belief and our confidence and and. Uh, and it's, it's a great opportunity for us to, to respond to a tough night Thursday. And so, um, it's, you know, it's, it's what's great about season. It's great about conferences. You always have a chance to go um, kind of test, test your mettle and see who you are. We get to do that tonight. Coach, thank you and good luck. We'll talk to you post game. Thanks, G. 
That's Mark Pope. Time now for tonight's keys to the game. Brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys for BYU and USD tonight? Yeah, I mean, you just kind of kind of have to mute uh, a little bit the firepower of USD. USD. I think they've got five players that are 1,000-point scorers. they got a guy that scored, what, 42 against 43. 43. Yeah. I mean, they've got – just don't let one guy get on fire is, is the point there. And uh, secondly, I'd like to see more bench production from Rudy Williams. Noah, if he plays off the bench. Uh, Richie Saunders, I think you just need a little bit more punch off the bench in that second group. I think you do those two things. This is a game that matches up well for BYU. And if you cannot let someone go off on you, you, you have a good chance. All right, those are Mark's keys. As we go to the break, we remind you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next. Live from USD's Jenny Craig Pavilion on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now, let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We are courtside live at Jenny Craig Pavilion in San Diego as the BYU Cougars seek a WCC road split after a sluggish loss at LMU on Thursday night. BYU comes into the day in a four-way logjam at 2-1 and one in the West Coast Conference standings. Gonzaga and St. Mary's predictably atop the league at 2-0. and oh. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary. Studio host, Jason Shepard. Our control board operators, Logan Gardner and Seth Larson. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Our BYU Radio engineer, Barry Squires. Broadcast intern, Caleb Hatch at BYU Radio. Great to have you with us on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Our satellite radio flagship is BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. And our over-the-air flagship, KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. We are also on the BYU Radio app and at BYUradio.org. Well, Mark, during BYU's seven-game win streak, defense was the calling card. And even Thursday in L.A., defense wasn't terrible. Uh, LMU shot 40% from the field, under 30% from the arc. Yeah, transition in the first half kind of hurt BYU, I think. They were a little better after halftime. But LMU made only 21 shots, scored only 64 points. You can win with those numbers, but... BYU needed to be much better offensively. And that's been a season-long theme. The Cougs right now, they're 215th in field goal percentage, 228th in three-point percentage, sub-200 in effective field goal percentage, 332nd in turnovers per game, and 339th in turnover percentage. So the Cougs' only sure thing right now on offense is kind of Fuseni Traore game-to-game inside. Elsewhere on the floor... You just don't really know who the go-to guys are game to game right now. I mean, that that, that uh, little section there from you, Greg, is kind of defines how this team is. I, I think that's kind of who BYU is. I don't think you're going to change that. I mean, there's just too many guys for me that I guess I'll call two or 20 guys. Two or 20, which means from night to night, I don't know if a guy's going to get two points or 20. There's an equal chance he could get two as he, as he could 20. But they certainly capable of getting 20. Gideon's certainly capable. Jackson, Spencer, Dallin. Rudy. Rudy, Richie. I mean, Noah. 
but you just don't know what you're going to get. And that's hard on a team and that inconsistency. And you can have nights where you really shoot it poorly. Man, you are in trouble. So the, the saving grace for BYU up to this point has been well, we're going to get, even if we miss, we're going to get multiple opportunities because we rebound so well. They didn't do that the other night, and that's what, that's what got them. But uh, it would be nice to see more consistency offensively. You want to get better at that. I don't know if it's going to change overnight, but you've got to make sure the things you are consistent at, rebounding, defending the three, you do that well, and you can still win games. Coming up after our break, we'll hear from USD assistant coach Tyus Edney as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues live from San Diego on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues from USD's Jenny Craig Pavilion. Cougs looking for their third straight win at San Diego in their first trip here in three years. BYU coming in 12-6 and six on the year. San Diego 8-9 and nine in the first campaign under new head coach Steve Lavin. Of course, Lavin a pretty... Uh, well-known coaching name in the business. It's a transfer-heavy lineup for Coach Lavin and his new staff. Of the top nine players on my USD board, only Wayne McKinney has gone directly from high school to USD. USD's four double-digit scorers are all Division I transfers. A short time ago, I spoke with USD assistant coach and former player for Steve Lavin and a national champion at UCLA as a player, Tyus Edney, about the up-and-down nature of the last few weeks after a 5-3 and three start. It's been a 3-6 and six stretch for San Diego, including a 1-2 and two start to conference play. USD looking for a home court pick-me-up after a tough Thursday loss at home to Pacific. We were at home. We were on a long road stint. And then uh, to come home, and, and uh, we kind of had slow starts, like you said. We had a slow start at the beginning of the game, and then coming out of halftime, another slow start. And then we had to fight ourselves back into it both times. And then uh, we went up. Like you said, we went up six, and I, I think, um, you know, all the probably all the energy it took to get back in the game, you know, how, how hard it is to come back, and uh, maybe we just didn't have it right at the end. So it, it was definitely a tough loss in the game that we all felt, you know, we should have won. Okay. So you're playing around 500 ball. Uh, in the first year with a new staff, trying to get used to new guys, how do you think it's all kind of come together? Uh, it's coming. It's coming. I think every you know every game presents a new a new um, situation, but also a new opportunity. So um, you know, I think we we have a pretty good idea of what we're capable of, and, and we feel like we're we're capable of, of playing a lot better. And I and I think we're not even close to our ceiling. So um, you know, I think we just have to keep learning, even in losses, and uh, just keep understanding what each other can do. You know, better and and keep trying to figure out how to win games you know how much was the table set in some ways for you when you got here and how much are you kind of starting from scratch in some ways um well we had a lot of a lot of new guys i mean you had a few guys that re- came back from last year three four guys four i think three or four guys and then everyone else is new you know what i mean so it's like uh it's it's been a process you know everybody comes from different programs learning different things different rules and um just trying to understand what, what Coach Lavin wants and, and uh, how he wants to play has been part of the process, which is, you know, like you said, we're closer to 500 right now. And um, we feel it could be better, obviously, but but it also could be worse. But um, I think now we're, we're starting to really settle in and, and understand just, I think, as a, as a group, as a whole, of, of what Coach uh, wants and how he wants to play and what he wants from guys. And, and I think uh, league is a time where, you know, Teams have a lot of tape on you, so so yeah. you have a chance to, um, you know, just just really focus on the things that that's going to help you win games, which are harder to do in league. A couple thoughts on BYU and what you might expect out of tonight's game. Uh, good team. I mean, you know, we they're they're a 
I feel like they're like a complete team. I think they get contributions from a lot of different guys. So um, everyone that's on the floor, you got to respect and, and expect them to do something, you know, and do something well for their team. So they move it well. Um, they run, but they're also patient when they need to be, and, and they execute. And, and, I mean, the bottom line, they defend, you know. Like, they do a great job defensively. Um and you know they they make you take tough shots and and uh, really make you have to work to get a get a good look. So um, you know we're expecting a very tough game. Like you said, both teams coming off losses we didn't think we should have had, and both teams want to win. So, right. Coach Edney, thank you for the preview. I appreciate it, and we won't see you back in Provo. It's a one shot deal this year. Yeah, it is. It is. So uh, yeah, and just good luck to you guys and and your your new um, adventure. Thanks again, Coach. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right, that, that is USD assistant coach Tyus Edney. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues after this, live from San Diego, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Back to the Cougar Tip-Off show. Let's rejoin Gripe Rebel. Coming up, just after the top of the hour, it's BYU at San Diego. First of five games on the Saturday WCC slate. Also tipping off at five, Pacific is at Pepperdine. Five, I should say Pacific time, so we'll give you Mountain time. 6 o'clock Mountain, Pacific at Pepperdine. 7 o'clock Mountain, Portland at St. Mary's. And then 8 o'clock Mountain, Gonzaga at St. Clara. Santa Clara, beg your pardon. And San Francisco at LMU. Well, if both Gonzaga and St. Mary's win tonight, they'll both be 3-0 in league play. And 3-0 is a place BYU got to only once in 12 WCC seasons. Zags have run this league, Mark, by taking care of business, meaning they only lose to the best WCC teams, and rarely at that. Gonzaga is a huge fish, kind of a small pond, and now BYU's next <laughs> league is one big shark oh, tank. Man. Big 12 is ridiculous. I can't, I mean, they are so good. Uh, it, it's going to be, listen, it's going to be a struggle, but wh- how I like to look at it, Greg, is it's like playing basketball with your big brother. You go out there, and he just kind of holds the ball high, and you're jumping up, you can't even touch it, and he's scoring on you at will. But you know what happens when you play against your big brother is over time you figure out ways to get shots off without getting blocked, and you and you, you get better uh, by playing against really good players, and you find out what you need to do to get better, and you grow. Uh, and, and it may take a few years, but BYU will have to get better. They'll it'll just be so glaring. They'll and they'll and they'll and they will. They'll get better by playing against those really good teams and be able to compete. And it should be really cool just to, to be a part of that league and then and watch BYU get better because they will. All right, a final word before tip-off is coming up next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show live from San Diego on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.